You're listening to Crime Watchers. Crime Watchers is an unauthorized, uncensored recap podcast for the biggest show of the 2000s, Crime Stoppers Miami. Infinity, infinity, infinity. infinity. I'm Kent Montagna. And I'm Piper Beckett. We wrote, directed, produced, and starred in this very show, both Crime Stoppers Miami and Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity. Because crime doesn't stop itself. No, and crime doesn't watch itself either. That's where we come in. Piper, Piper, Peter Pickle Wiper. Uh, no! This was a huge week. Enormous, ginormous uh, week. Humongotron is what it was. Humongotron engage. Um, <laughs> in terms of, really good. you know, a tectonic shift in the Crime Stoppers Miami universe. And it caused an earthquake in the culture when it happened. You know, every splash page across the cover of a newsstand magazine <laughs> every every magazine every magazine and pamphlet and publication that was on the newsstands had sure, splashed doctor's a, office splashed across its cover pages mm-hmm. um after episode 13 of season one of crime stoppers miami last week's episode that we recapped um what the hell happened in the crime stoppers miami universe this week we've got to take a deep dive um, that was actually the first place that the phrase deep dive got used was after um, episode 13 of this show dropped. Um, they yeah. started saying, you know, we can't go shallow on what's going on here. Our listeners, our viewers, our readers are going to want to know deeply what's happening in this show right mm-hmm. now. And we're, we're gonna, far from the shallow now. Yeah. Dedicate a whole issue of Us Weekly or Vogue or whatever it was yeah. to unpacking it. And that was where Cognitive the word... Un- traveler. Yeah where the word unpack um came from as well <laughs> yeah and Conan as traveler has used that quite a bit since um unpacking people, yeah. the visible knapsack was a big um <laughs> issue of Conan as traveler that was all about like what do you keep in your backpack your normal right. one your real one for when you're going somewhere right water bottle pills that kind of patagonia thing. right fleece um what the hell happened was a common refrain. What the hell happened? Pants. Because, well, <laughs> Cal and Abby went to hell and back, literally. Literally. And I don't mean literally in the stupid, not true sense. I mean, literally in the literal, they got sucked into a hell mouth and spit back out. Have you ever noticed a lot of people use the word literally to mean, to mean literally the opposite thing from what it's supposed to mean? I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm literally so full I couldn't eat another bite right I'm now. I'm literally shitting my pants oh, right now. Oh, you explode? Oh, you are exploding into your pants? Yeah, you're exploding in your pants? No, hmm. you're not exploding in your pants. Because if you were, I could smell it. I got a nose like a bloodhound. It's literally like a bloodhound's nose. I had a bloodhound's nose put on my nose. I got my nose taken off. it looks really off. cute, by the I way. I had a bloodhound's nose put on. I literally have one. I could smell when someone's exploding in their pants from a thousand meters away. I've got yeah. 200 times as many scent receptors as a human being. And if you're wondering if I'm a human would look now. great with a dog's snout, you would be correct in thinking that they would because uh, it's very cute to have a dog's snout on a human's face and nothing's weird about it. So what we did with this show was, you know, the the 
the network, they came to us. They said, you're not making big enough moves on this show. We said, yeah. mm, okay. A Interesting. A We've been trying to make all sorts of moves up until now, right? Like we tried all sorts of crazy shit. Cal and Abby literally crazy shit. Uh, killed the president. We had the main yeah. two characters. They're cops. They're Miami police. Yeah, there was a police. serial killer um, who may be one of the main characters. Yeah, we made it almost 100% clear that one of the main <laughs> characters who's a policeman in is also a serial Miami killer. is a serial killer. Um, we had he got his Abby wiener. find out that her mom wasn't her mom and was actually her sister and wasn't having sex with her dad but was having more babies. They're brother sister and they might be fucking. Yeah, the, so I'm not sure what bigger we, swings we could have taken. But they killed we, the president. I mean, I want to say that again. They killed the president. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. they killed him. They murdered him. The president. Big time. The network said it's not big enough for us. People and we said challenge accepted. We said you want to see a move, we'll give you a move. You know, yeah. We got and then moves. you started doing the Running Man. Yeah, in we place. Got, I said we got moves like Jagger, and I started doing the Running Man. <laughs> and uh, they and and um and I said get the and I said I'm on fire, I'm on fire. I said get the DDR, and you know. I, and then we played a couple get rounds the of DDR with the Sarah, execs. Sarah put she brought uh excuse me Piper brought the. DDR machine. We had a DDR machine we kept in our office. Yeah, we had the little pad and everything. We put wheels on it. We had a guy. We had Peter. Peter. He, Peter put wheels on the DDR machine. We said, because what happens with me is I get going on fire. And when I get on fire, if I stop, the fire is going to go out. I can't right. stop when I'm on fire. You got to bring the DDR to me and you got you to <laughs> wheel it under me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm when I get going on fire, yeah, just do it exactly so that when you're doing the Running Man, each of your feet lands on the correct pads of the platform. Because there's some fires you can't put out; you have to let That's them right. burn. You have to let them burn out. Uh-huh. And it's because for me, it's a blue balls situation. If I'm on fire and I don't get DDR under me, then there's a blue balls situation that happens. <laughs> and your legs <laughs> start hurting. Yeah, my legs start hurting. Is blue balls real? Blue balls is absolutely real. If you have a boner or a erection or your balls are big and you are jerking off or jacking it or getting sucked or whatever and it stops halfway through, it's like um it's like you know when a cartoon character is running 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 and then they stop and they look down and they're actually And they are running off the road up in the air and they Yeah. <laughs> And they fall. It's like that's what that. blue balls. Feels like. Yeah, you have to go all the way. Otherwise, you're gonna you realize you oh. fall. So I really do have to finish the job. So anyway, so this I, you know, I just I just checked on WebMD and it says that the pain of blue balls is actually worse than childbirth. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I bet. Exactly. And I wouldn't know. Never done either. And that was how we sold the second half of this season, you know, because we made this big, big move. We filmed the whole episode from last week, produced it, everything. We put it on the, we, we basically, we put it on the air, put it on the air. And then we said to the network, okay, your move, checkmate. And yeah, was this what you wanted? Yeah. You little pussies. They said, take it back. Take it back. We said, you can't take it back because yeah, now you can't take it with you. Now folks. the viewers are rock hard and we did a we did a promo we said uh we said we said uh 
We said, show us how rock hard you are. Hashtag. We invented the hashtag. We said, hashtag, show us how rock hard you are. And we had our viewers send in um, Polaroids of how rock hard they were after seeing last week's episode. And we showed them to the network. We said, look at how rock hard they are. And that was the first kind of viral marketing campaign when we invented that. If we don't put the next episode up, you're going to actually have not just a single case of blue balls on your hand. You're going to have an epidemic. Dare I say a pandemic. Yeah. And you're going to have a public health crisis of unforetold proportions. Yeah. And so we've got to make the next episode. Right. Basically. And also we told everybody to send you death threats if we didn't do this. So you kind of have to. We didn't tell them to kill you. We said to send you death threats, which is a very (laughs) uncomfortable thing to be sent, you know, because it's a blue ball situation because we specifically told them, send the death threats. Don't follow through. Do it. Which is very disappointing. If you get a death threat and then nobody shows up to kill you, that's basically a blue ball situation. Right. You know, it's a, it's, there's nothing worse than an unconsummated love and what, and murder is a type of love. So, this week's episode, huh? You know, so last week, what happened? What happened, Piper? Last week, I mean, just so the last basics week, of how to where do we end? Yeah, here? sure. Last week, Cal and Abby were at a training at police headquarters, being haunted by the ghosts of their partners. A training. Um, Is that where a bunch of guys have sex with one? Uh, no, come on. I'm kidding. That's a train. Cut that. <laughs> Good <laughs> Cut that. God. Cut that. No, keep it in. Cut it. Uh, no. Cut it. No, I think people deserve to know what kind of guy you are. In the a guy last who episode, knows a bunch of a guy who knows about stuff. A guy who knows <laughs> who knows all about these different stuff, meanings of one who word. Who reads books? <laughs> a guy who reads books. <laughs> oh yeah, he read about running a train in a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what book? How the Bible. Tra- <laughs> yeah, it was in the Bible. <laughs> How to run a train in ten days. <laughs> yeah. For dummies. It was, and I didn't mean to. Did you say I was trying economics? for dummies, for dummies. I was trying to check the Bible out of the library, and some other type of guy, not a good guy, had put "How to Run a Trend in Ten Days for Dummies" inside of the Bible cover. <laughs> well, now we have to keep this in. So, in the last episode, Cal and Abby are at a training at Police HQ, and they are being hunted by their former partners who were killed in a gruesome accident, and. At the end of the episode, Cal and Abby are pulled into a hellmouth. They're, yep. they're, they fall into an open hellmouth yep. and they meet the devil. And Amen. they would have been damned to spend their eternities in brimstone because they, you know, once you go to hell, there's no going back, is what they say. But there is also <laughs> That's something what they, they say. Yeah. <laughs> there's another yeah, thing they that? say, which is making it? a uh, me. And there's another thing they say, which is making a deal oh, you, with the devil. Oh, did you change your pronouns? To they? <laughs> oh, that's what they say. Well, Once I you go to meet, hell, there's no going back. <laughs> that's what they say. It's me and also Peter in the writer's room said that. I see. Because I made we, him. I paid we, him to say it. We they situation. <laughs> yeah. Our so pronouns are we they. Come on! The royal we use it's a sort Come of on, a, it's a royal royal we use royal. <laughs> anyway, you're in a, you're being goofy. So they did. They made a deal with the devil. 
Yeah. Which is a real phrase. They made a deal with the devil, but they did it literally, not figuratively, to come back up to earth and to do his bidding for a thousand years. And at the end of it, we had this cool end card where the show name was changed to Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity. 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 So this week's episode is titled a continuation of that yeah it's a continuation yeah yeah it's crime suffered <laughs> miami infinity it's continue it's the same it's the show this week's episode yeah. is the show yeah crime suffers miami infinity. in case you thought we infinity. the show would go back to the old format like none of this had ever happened people it's kept not. asking us they said are you guys just gonna go back and do whatever you're doing before are you gonna um, abandon a bunch of stuff you set up like you always since do? when <laughs> Since when would you have known us to no. put meat onto the bone and, and then not, not eat it all off? Eat that bone raw. So this week's episode Licking is titled "Every One of My Fingers." Suck it. The devil you know. We open on uh, Crossfire. You remember that show, Crossfire? Yes, um, I we, loved it. Yes, we open on the show Crossfire, which was a show where different guys would get Talked. at a table and talk. And um, so we open at the show Crossfire and um, it's very intense. And it's got, uh, it's got Abby's father is the governor's Richardson. Abby's father is the governor's Richardson. It's, and it's he, actually Governor Richards. What does it matter? Um, Good point. <laughs> the governor, Abby's father is the governor's Richardson and he is at Crossfire and he and police chief Brian Cox uh, who is also is from Florida. It's Florida Crossfire. The show that we open on is a Florida public access Crossfire show. That's, yeah, the big thing um, about the other Crossfire is that it crossfire. had to be two people from two different places. And they so this one was Florida places. Crossfire where and it was Florida two Cro- people from Florida. Yeah. Um, all f- yes. Um, and it's called Cross Florida. It's a PBS show. We open on a PBS show called Cross Florida. <laughs> And it has the Governor's Richardson and it has Police Chief Brian Cox. And they are sitting at a desk because it's public they access. Are they can't afford a they are full table. Jabbering. It's like a little table. It's like a kitty table. They're uh-huh. sitting at a little kitty. Fisher, Fisher Price, my first table. To Fisher Price, my first table. The show is called PBS Cross Florida, sponsored by Fisher Price. <laughs> And we've got the Governor's Richardson and Police Chief Brian Cox. They're sitting at the Fisher Price, my first table, agreeing. They're agreeing about <laughs> pretty much everything. Um, Governor's Richardson, he tells um, Police Chief Brian Cox, you know, um, and remember, Governor's Richardson, he's running for president. President. Um, which makes sense why he would need to go on. PBS Cross of Florida. That he can go on. Yeah. yeah, he's trying. He's basically on a media rampage, and he's accusing police chiefs Brian Cox of having gone woke. He goes, you know, you've gone woke. Remember, this was the 2000s, and so wokeness was <laughs> big, like really big word then. Big, yeah. you know, everybody, everything was going woke in the 2000s, where you know French fries were going woke, um, and churches were going woke and flash vid- mobs were going woke video games were going woke mm-hmm. and police and police chief brian cox is you know basically governor's richardson is like you know this guy he's going woke he doesn't have the cojones to make miami incredible 
and he doesn't have the cojones to um, endorse me for president, and he doesn't have the cojones to solve crime or to stop it. Um, and police chief Brian Cox, he gets really, um, he gets pissed. He gets really pissed because he agrees so much. He's like, you know, he gets very self-hating. You know, he's like, you're right. I, I fucking suck. I, I suck. I'm going woke. I don't have any cojones. You know, I need to get my cojones back. You know, he's, he's basically, we, it was 2000. So Austin Powers was really big. And so he says, I need my mojo, baby. We were thinking about, I need my mojo, baby. And we were like, what if <laughs> police chief Brian Cox, he needs to get his cojones back um, to prove to like, to prove to the world and to himself that he's not gone woke and that he still has cojones. And um, yeah. yeah, we turned that into the net. We, we put that on TV and <laughs> yeah, we put that on TV. <laughs> we put that on TV. <laughs> And we said to the network, you know, uh, love it or leave it is what we said. And they said, we said we, that's a really good idea for a show too, by the way. Yeah. They if said you we, ever want to do it. Exactly. And they said, we love it. They said, we love it. Yeah. We're not going to leave it. We said, great. Then we can go to commercial. So <laughs> we went to commercial and Piper, um, this was one of your favorite commercials. I remember, I remember you loved, uh, yeah, it was commercial. Um, we went to right here. Yeah, it was for um, Tech Decks. Yeah, Tech Decks. It was the early 2000s, so Tech Decks were huge, you know, and I mean yeah. literally, you know, um, they had experimented with small Tech Decks, you know, <laughs> um, little Tech Decks that you would play with with your fingers on your desktop or um, during school, and we went to them and we said, what if, you know, we said we got you know, you, we, we got these commercials for tech decks. The problem is television screen is already small, kind of small. And when you take something small, like a tech deck, it's very it hard to see. Smaller. It looks really yeah. small. What if you made, they said, what if you, they said to us, what if we made the, we zoomed in. Yeah, and what we if said, they made him bigger? Put the anti-shrink ray on him, so to speak. Yeah, and we said to them, we said, what if you just made the tech deck huge? Bigger, and people could stand on it instead of walk on it with their fingers. Instead of play with it with your fingers, you play with, play it, with, with it with your, your feet. feet. They said we'd love it, and <laughs> we made a million dollars. And that's why I love that commercial because really usually commercial. we're losing a lot of money on yeah. commercials and this one made us a million dollars. So we come back from the commercial that made us uh, multimillionaires and uh, we open back up on Cal and Abby. So where have they been this whole time, right? They weren't on uh, PBS's Cross Florida presented by Fisher Price. Where no, are they? it was a cold open. It was a cold open. It was, we were in a different point of view. It's, it's something nobody knew about at the time and since it's become sort of a hallmark of, if you want to call it prestige TV. Yes, yes, you know, the golden I, age. You know, I call it more like a pi, pi, piss poop, piss, piss poopy pee pee TV. I don't like it. Um, you know, nobody knows how to make an episode <laughs> of TV anymore. No, um, they're taking a lot of the principles that we established and kind of using them almost exactly as we did, but it all sucks and is bad. 
Yeah, and obviously what you're talking about is we had a show that we created right around this time, um, a sitcom called Principles, and it was about principles. Um, it was about a bunch of principals, and um, they solved crimes together. They were, they were school principals. <laughs> school crimes. Who got together to solve school crimes, and there's a bunch of different times they've tried to reboot that, and they'll yeah. use the same principles, exact the same cast. principles, yeah. The problem is they keep trying to remake it shot for shot. And a lot of shots we did we were Well, there were hard. a lot of stunts, really yeah, hard stunts, stunts. And these guys are getting older. These principals are getting older, you know? Right. And they can't do these stunts anymore. Morgan Freeman, he can't. Uh, no. Morgan Freeman can't do a. Uh, uh, roundhouse a, kick. Roundhouse kick. He can't do one. At all. Christopher Walken can't do a, a McTwist. What's a McTwist? It's a skateboard sounds, trick. Sounds it's a huge delicious. Deck. It's something you do on a huge dick. It sounds delicious. So anyway, Cal and Abby, we come to our heroes, and what and 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 where are they? What are they doing? Um, they are in the bathroom. Yep. And they are brushing their teeth next to each other. Yeah. They're getting ready for the day. They are brushing their teeth next to each other in the bathroom at the mm-hmm. police station, and do 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 do. Here comes the sun. I say it's not all right because something is weird and Cal looks in the mirror and he starts feeling the top of his head and he says what is this coming out of the coming out of my dome and Abby's like oh something my butt hurts my butt my butt's getting long well they're kind of <laughs> they're looking at each other. Head. They're showing each other their butts and their heads, mm. and they're getting. Oh, this is like kind of my fucking butt. <laughs> do you want to keep? Do you want to? Oh, that was Cal. Keep going or? Uh so they <laughs> they look at each other's butts and heads, and they realize they're getting little devil horns and tails on them. Yeah. That's not good, right? So they got spit out of the hellmouth. They made a deal with the devil to do his bidding for a thousand years and we now it looks like they're turning into the devil themselves we forgot to say that as they were brushing their teeth they were talking about you know how wow that was a crazy dream that we had last night <laughs> that was oh, such yeah. a crazy dream you know like like you know cal was cal was like oh i had this nuts dream last night i dreamt we fell in a hell mouth and abby's like wait <laughs> me too and cal was like i should we get I, the clip ESP- on that Sure, let's go to the clip. You wake up in the morning, it's a quarter to one. You just want to have some fun. You brush your teeth. Hey, I had a crazy dream last night, Abby. I dreamt I fell into a hell mouth. Oh, wait, me too. That's insane. What? That's absolutely nuts. Oh, dude, I'm always telling you, ESP is real, bro. Yeah, we've got it for sure. I wonder if we're related. Hey, what's this up in my head? Like that's growing on my my fucking head. God, it feels like my ass crack is growing. Oh, what's Uh, going on back here on my butt? I got a little. Look at this! Look at this! Oh my god, the dream was real. You've got devil horns, and I've got a tail. I was living in a devil town. Didn't, Didn't know, know it was, it was a, devil a devil town. town. 
And so we used that song, um, and then we ended up and um, and Friday Night Lights up, obviously stole that from us. Friday Night Lights took it. They used that song in their show, and that. And it, Connor Oberst actually stole it from us first. We sang that song or, original and then he did cover and then it was on Friday Night Lights. And through sort of Hollywood accounting, what had ended up happening was we lost all the money that we made off of huge decks when um, Connor Oberst, he sued us for having used the, like just sort of Hollywood accounting, he sued us for using that song you know, yeah, even um, though we wrote he, it after he covered it later and we ended up having to pay out all of our huge deck settlement to him. Um, What's the opposite of tech deck? Huge deck is what we said. <laughs> we said that to uh, Mattel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're growing horns and tails and it becomes clear to Cal and Abby. Well, you know, this was not a dream. And no. this was real. And we need to do something about yeah. this, right? We, we cut to a classic diner scene. We kind of, now they're trying to solve the, they're, they're eating breakfast. They're hashing it out over hash browns. Yeah. And talking Abby about keeps drinking orange gonna... juice and saying, oh, I hate drinking orange juice right after I brush my teeth. Yeah. Uh, I told you we should have gone to breakfast before brushing <laughs> our teeth. Cal's like, you know, I don't like to go out if I haven't brushed my teeth yet because then I, I feel like my breath smells. Abby's like, well, it does, but I like it. Um, and so there is a whole kind of, there's a little bit of romance there. There's a little right. bit of flirtation there. It's very sexy. Um, <laughs> and they talk about though, like, like okay, how yeah. do we do the devil's bidding? You right, know, like something's um, going on here. The devil is punishing us with horns and tails, so we need to do whatever he needs us to do. But we didn't get any manual or instructions. We don't yeah. even know what we're doing. Yeah, this is just, you know, hey, hey, uh, eternal life. It, it doesn't come with an instruction manual. <laughs> um, so they, Get a helmet. What they see is they're eating their breakfast and they see um, this, uh, they're, they see this bookworm. He's sitting at another booth. He's studying. He's reading uh, Kierkegaard or some something uh -huh. very arduous about some third world country. And um, Cal makes fun of him on the way out. Yeah, he's you know, like, he, I fucking hate that guy. I wish I could give him a noogie and a wedgie and a swirly all at once. Right. He gives him, um, what he does is he smashes, he bams his head. Smashes his, his head into his four eyes into his book. You know, he goes, "Hey, get a, why don't you get a better look at your book, four eyes?" Um, and uh, he pulls him up by his hair, and he goes, "You want to hit him?" And Abby starts socking the guy, and they're beating on him and everything. And um, then they notice his sweatshirt. He goes to Miami University. You know, uh, Cal goes, uh, "I know where you live, bitch." <laughs> you know, I know where you live if you try to make a complaint to the department i'll, I'll show up at your shitty show little your, dorm yeah i'll put a gun and in your make mouth you, and make this feel like a a day at doogie world yeah 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 this is gonna feel like sunday afternoon in the park with doogie if you if you ever if you ever show cross your me face you know um um <laughs> But Abby goes, hey, hey, hey. Hey, stop it. I see that he's got, he goes to Miami, Miami University. University. I see it on his hooded sweatshirt. And I, that gives me an idea. 
Mm-hmm. So they so we, go to yeah. Miami University yeah. and they track down a professor. Of occult uh, studies. Occult studies. And he's the foremost guy studying occult studies and teaching it at school, teaching it to kids. He's got at, an his office. It's all, um, you know, cobwebs and uh, pentagrams spiders and spiders and, yeah. up in like the highest tower at Miami Tower. Yeah. Um, we filmed it in the Drake Tower in Toronto. Right. So the professor's there and he... 10,000 stairs when all you need is an elevator is what Cal says when they get to the top of the tower. And Abby says, I think I got my steps in for the day. Yeah. (laughs) And they go in and the professor says, oh, my, my, uh, what, what is this? A visitor. I don't get those very often. Mm -hmm. And they're like, don't you teach classes? And he's like, yes, but nobody ever takes them. They're too scared. Anyway, what brings you in today? So they explain about, you know, we don't have to go into all of it, but basically they explain, you know, what has happened before, you know, and um, what does the devil want? What does it mean to do the devil's bidding? This professor, he pulls out this big tome, this arduous thing. It says anti-Bible on in the front. Absolutely. (laughs) Yep. And, um, they, uh, he, he thumbs through it and he goes, you know, the devil, <laughs> he goes, you know, the devil wants souls. Pretty easy, huh? Uh, the devil wants souls and, into, and, and, and I see your little problem there. You're, you know, you're already, he goes, you're already starting to bloom. And he notices, you know, Cal's uh, little horns, <laughs> um, growing and he goes, uh, he looks over at Abby and he goes, uh, and uh, me thinks you, me thinks you probably have a little, little something growing in your pants, don't you? Um, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> he right. He says something like that. Yeah, um, something like that. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, we just watched it, but it's something like that. Yeah. So Abby shows him her butt. She goes, "Yeah, you're right. I do have a tail growing out of my butthole," um, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I got and I want to get rid of it. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It's growing out of my butthole. And the professor, he and goes... And you think that could feel good, like when you take a really nice poop feel or good, something. But it doesn't. <laughs> but it doesn't. It does not. Um, and the professor goes, you know, the devil wants souls. You're going to have to take a soul. And and, and like, if, like if you don't take a soul for the devil, then... People um, are going to know because yeah. you're going to keep growing these horns and these right. tails. You know, and what kind of soul, you know, what kind of souls, um, Cal asks. And the professor <laughs> is like, you know, uh, bad Penny. ones, naughty yeah, bad ones. ones. Yeah. You know, the, the devil wants uh, naughty souls. And he goes, and he goes um, you know, in fact, I'm something of a naughty, I've been something of a naughty little boy myself. Yeah, and, I've been uh, very bad. And he goes, and I wouldn't. You know, if you need to get yourself started, uh, I wouldn't mind. I if need you to be punished. Punished me and dispatched me to hell, yeah. so that I could be with my Maker. I want to um, meet the devil. I've been studying the guy for decades, and now I finally want to meet him because I've been such a bad boy. And he goes right there. You you've got a gun. Why don't you just go ahead and do it? And so Cal and Abby they kind of look at each other and they <laughs> step outside of the office and they confer for a moment. Right, and, and they then they come, come back in. <laughs> they come back in, and Cal's like, well, you know. We actually we, have a code. Yeah, we talked about it. We have a code. We don't kill innocent people. 
sorry. Uh, yeah, um, he's like, sorry. Professor's like, what are you, what are you talking but about? But I've been a very bad boy. And they're like, well, have you killed anybody? And, and he's like, no. And they're like, well, have you you know, done any other like really nasty stuff to people like stealing from them or hurting them. And he's like, no, not really, but I study the devil. Isn't that bad enough for you? And they're kind of like, no, honestly, not really. Also, we just decided on this code like two seconds ago about not killing innocent people. So we really can't do it this time. Yeah. It's kind of like when you make a new year's resolution, it's easier to follow in January. Yeah. You don't want to break it on January 2nd. You right. know, I mean, like, they're like, come back and check with us later and, like, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, probably not. Yeah. Because um, we're really trying to be good. And he's yeah, like, the professor is like, not killing of all the times for you two who I just met, but who you two, it, of all the times to to commit yourselves to being good, when you've just made a deal with the devil to do his bidding for a thousand years, seems like the worst time to on a whim decide to break good and not kill innocent people anymore. And Abby and Cal say in perfect unison, it seems like the perfect time to us. Yep. So then we do something else. We cut off the, um, we cut off the, uh, there, they come down out of the tower, you know, and, um, they run into these. They get a page from, uh, PCBC. Police Chief Brian Cox. Yep, PCBC, Police Chief Brian Cox. They get a beep, 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 pager going off. It was the early 2000s. Pagers were huge. Uh, and I do mean... Literally. Literally. Um, they make them very small now, but uh, at the time, a pager, it was the size of an iPad. Yeah. So Abby and Cal pull up their big pagers, and um, you know it's an, it's an alert from PCBC. Um, he says... Call me. He says, you know, um, implementing full martial law. Stop. Call me now at your earliest convenience. Stop. Come meet with me at the police station also. <laughs> Stop. Right away. Stop. So they call him and then he picks up and they say, okay, so did you want us to meet you at the police station or are we just talking on the phone? And he says, come to the police station, but stay on the phone with me the whole time. Yep. So they get in the, the police oh, car. Oh, I'm walking in now. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, walking in. I'm yep. hearing you. You're echoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they get to him and he says, it's full martial law. Like I said in my page, we're yep. rounding everybody up. It's time for me to prove that I do have the cojones and I'm going to make Miami incredible. Um. He. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I got you got to go arrest everyone. So Cal and Abby, Um. we now get this montage. It's Perfect one of these classic. Montage. So fun. I mean, you know, this is Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity, Infinity, Infinity. But we thought it would be fun to do a classic Crime Stoppers, you know, a classic Crime Stoppers Miami montage where it's basically, you know, Cal and Abby are two um, heroes of the law. Just yeah. pretty much going out and like harassing people and arresting them. Play um, all with Mr. Blue Sky by Yellow in the background. Yeah. So like we get, you know, oh, Cal and Abby, they, you know, they they stop and frisk this guy and they find he's got a bag of uh, green on yeah. him. He's got a Ganja. little bit, of, you know, Cal goes, uh, what's this? A little bit of a, uh, you doing a little bit of can of business? Yeah, and then Abby whips her gun out and puts it to her, his head, and he's she's like, answer carefully because 
We only, we don't kill innocent people, but we do kill guilty ones. The guy, he goes, it's for my, it's for my, uh, it's for my grandma's glaucoma. And Abby's like, So Abby like, removes the gun oh, from his head, yeah. Damn. She damn. goes to Cal, she goes, we can't kill this guy. Yeah, if it was a recreational thing, no problem. I'd pull, I'd already have pulled the trigger. Judge, jury, and executioner. But right. he's got a legit reason. She goes, get out. Vamoose. Get out of here. The guy so then they vamooses. find somebody who had stolen produce from the self-checkout. Uh, yeah. It was the 2000 self-checkout. was huge. Yeah, yeah, had failed to scan a couple of items. And uh, they, they sh- they're like, hey, what the hell? And they, they look chase at him the down. items. They, they chase trip, him down. Trip they, him. They yeah, they beat him with beat a baton. The fuck out of him. And then they find out, well, those produce items didn't have a sticker on them. They didn't so. have a sticker. He rang them up at he he rang up his green pepper. At, he goes he goes no no I did I did pay for it. Look yeah I rang it up. Yes I know I have green pepper. I know there's no green pepper on my receipt. I rang but I green, rang it up as something else. Green pepper up as red pepper. Cal's right. like well look at it it's not fucking red is it? Does it look fucking red to you? And the guy's like I'm colorblind as well. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like also I'm colorblind. And I'm red green. I'm red green colorblind. And Abby's like, "Well, why didn't you just tell us that?" Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Why did you we'll do you this whole thing about the red and the green peppers if you thought there was the same type of pepper? To begin doesn't with? matter to us. You're it innocent. Yeah. We don't. Now care. go get your stupid sorry Stop. ass home. Stop. Stop. So they. So okay. So they fall leaves. short again. They stumble onto a white-collar criminal. Yeah, there's this white-collar criminal who is... <laughs> sort of walking around. He's coming out of Miami Bank with um, big briefcases overflowing with ticker tape. There's yeah. ticker tape just flying out of these briefcases, and he's going... Um, he's murmuring to himself. He's going, thank God, thank God I got so, out. So, thank so. God I got out in time. And in the background, this fucking other businessman just, like, flings himself from a window <laughs> of Miami Tower and splats on the pavement and there's all these people just sort of like screaming and clutching their um pearls their their pearls and their hair you know like oh my god I'm broke I'm That's ruined so I'm destitute up. and this guy's like thank god I got out in time you know so they I, stop him and they I, frisk him and they talk to him and they say okay how you know what the hell like what are you responsible for all of this and he says yeah they get no, a forensic no, 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 accountant no. in yeah. He looks through all the stuff. They get Michael Clayton to look over all the stuff. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I guess you guys don't understand because you, you don't work in finance. Um, and thank you for your service, by the way. But I had to sell these stocks before the company went bankrupt or else this would not have been worth anything. So do you like, kind of see where I'm coming from? They're like, well, yeah, you're saying... You you sold the stocks and you made money on them. Yeah. And then the company went under uh-huh. right after that, which right. you knew was going to happen. Uh-huh. He's like, yes. And they're like, and you're saying you had to sell them because if you'd waited, they wouldn't have been worth anything. That's right. Officers. They're like, okay. That makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. You got it. And, and they say, you know, it's the, it's the you got to do what you got to do doctrine. Yeah. And they got to let him go like, on it. Abby's like, my dad does that all the time. They got to let him go on it. 
Yeah. Also, then Cal says, well, you see that guy who flung himself out the window? Maybe if I shot him in the head and he goes to hell, the devil will say, okay, that's good. Like, that's enough. That's the soul. Because killing so yourself is it. wrong, right? Mm. You know, yeah. he did commit a sin. Yeah. Um, so they go shoot him in the head a bunch of times and they can feel their tails and ears getting, or their horns getting a little bit bigger. A little longer. They realize it's because the guy had not actually killed himself. He was still a little bit alive. So he hadn't really committed a sin yet. If they had, it's ironic. It's actually a catch 22. It's a classic catch 22 where. I thought it was that they had to kill him. What do you mean? Like you can't just do it yourself. They have to be the ones to, they have to die by their hands. Well, I thought it was in order for the devil to be satisfied. And we talked about what we called the fact pattern when we were in the writer's room. We're like, well, what's the fact pattern here? You know, what are we showing the audience? But what's the truth? And I remember you and I disagreed on this because for me, <laughs> I basically thought it was this classic catch-22 where if you <laughs> kill yourself, yeah, that's wrong. Like if you need to dispatch a soul to the devil, um, it has to be a sinner, right? right? Well, perfect guy to dispatch is a guy who killed himself because that's a sin. But- if he's killed himself, he's already dead. You're not dispatching him to the devil. So if you get to him before he dies, then he hasn't even committed the sin yet and you're the one who's killing him and then he's an innocent. Yeah. I agree with that, I guess. I just thought the whole thing was that he was already dead and he did not die by Cal and Abby's hands. So it doesn't count for their quota. That they were just pumping bullets into a corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe the problem here is that we had this whole discussion after we filmed it. <laughs> and the problem and we were was, sort of like, what's the logic? Well, we had an actor who wasn't great at it was a hot day. We filmed this in oh Toronto. Oh my god. It was unseasonably hot. Degrees. It was forty yeah, hundred and ten uh, Celsius. And um <laughs> it was hundred and ten Celsius. So there was a lot of skeeters. So when the out. guy hit the ground, he sizzled like an egg <laughs> yeah, in a hot was, pan. Yeah, and there was a lot of ski. Yeah, he sizzled on the pavement <laughs> like a hot bacon, and um, the actor. Yeah, so the actor was kind of sizzling, and so and it was for Kevin me, Bacon. So that was <laughs> so we kind of had a little fun with that. The way I looked at it was, yeah. Oh, you want a side of a uh, sausage with that? And then you were, that's <laughs> yeah, what I would I always ask for a side of sausage with my bacon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was, yeah, that's what I want a side of with my bacon. He was sizzling and I thought that, well, it looks like he's obviously sizzling. So <laughs> he's still alive. He didn't die yet. And you were willing to suspend your disbelief more. And you were like, well, we'll stabilize the shot. So it doesn't look like he's sizzling. And the fact pattern is he was already dead. Yeah, it was a, it was a little game uh, we called a uh, hundred. What do you? What temperature did you say it was? Hundred and ten degrees. Hundred and ten degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, um, the at professor this point, actually shows back up in this moment too. He walks out onto the street and he says, "Damn, it's so hot out here. I bet it's even hotter in hell. Why don't you guys send me there and I can report back and let you know? All you have <laughs> like, to do is kill me. They're like, we already told you, man. And he's like, okay, watch this. And he pickpockets someone. He pickpockets them. He goes, there's a crime for you. And he goes, and if that's not enough, and he drops his trousers and he starts pissing all over the uh, sidewalk publicly. He goes, now can you kill me? And um, they won't. No. They said that's not bad enough. So that's a that's a great act break. It's we've established a runner. Hashtag runner alert. 
Um, we've got a runner on hashtag. We got a runner on second. Um, so we cut to a commercial for Nikes. Um, cause we kind of thought it was a nice thematic connection. Oh, we've just established a runner, this professor, he's popping up now and here's a commercial for runners Nikes, yeah. to wear Nikes. Kind of heralded as one of the worst Nike commercials of all time. One of the worst Nike commercials of all time. <laughs> you don't even see the shoes or anything. It's just a, it's Steve Prefontaine doing, um, eating a bowl of Wheaties, eating a bowl of Wheaties. It's Steve Prefontaine eating a bowl of Wheaties and he's, uh, He's Barefoot. going, um, oh, I'm getting so, he goes, I, uh, he goes, um, what does he go? He goes, uh, this is, <laughs> you, you tell these, me, man. <laughs> he goes, he goes, these Wheaties are no good. <laughs> he goes, these Wheaties are no good, man. And I don't, I don't feel like, uh, living anymore. These Wheaties are no good. I, kids won't talk to me. Um, I might as well just end it all and then the Nike logo and just do it yep. <laughs> appear on screen. Yeah. They told us that that was <laughs> not what they paid us for. And we said, you didn't bad. pay us. And they said, and we are not going to. And then I said, too bad. Um, yeah. So we come back and um, damn it if uh, damn it if Cal and Abby don't still have those little horns and tails. They're getting bigger and they're having to now we get a montage, a master of disguise montage. It was the early two thousands. Dana Carvey's master, master of disguise, of disguise was huge. Was huge. Um, so they're going turtle mode. They're they're dressing as <laughs> turtles. They're putting turtle shells to cover up their little tails. They're putting turtle helmets to cover up their, their horns. horns. Um, you know, and um, they're wearing diapers to hide their tails and everything. Yeah. And, it, and Cal's like, actually, I could kind of get used to this. Yeah. Turtle, turtle, turtle. And um, Kent, you were, I think, behind the scenes a little bit. We're like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I could get used to this. I do kind of like wearing the diaper. I was. And as you know, as everyone knows, um, listeners of Crime Watchers know, um, there was a tragic accident earlier in season one in which I had to have my penis <laughs> surgically reattached onto my body upside, upside down. down. Yeah. And um, I did find that the diapers accommodated that a little bit better. And can you explain how? Well, just because when you're wearing um, tidy whities which is what I usually wear, um, you know, I'd been having to wear those backwards, you know, so most of the time <laughs> I've been wearing my tidy... Can you explain tidy... why you had to wear them backwards? Well, because the undies are designed, you know, they're designed to have a wiener that's pointing down. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. So you self wore them backwards because your wiener was pointing up? Because the dumper of the undies has more capacity in it, right? So if you wear the dumper on the front, <laughs> it is able to better accommodate an upside down weenie. Um, sure. Yeah. And so a diaper, if you wear that backwards, it has, has even, even more, room. more room. Has even more room. And it did mean that my tail was pretty much poking out of it. <laughs> so it didn't really accomplish what we were looking for there. No. So but we needed case, to figure out what the devil wanted. We get another um, broken broken point of view. We cut away from Cal and Abby to um, who is it? It's the, the professor. Professor. It's you know it's professor professor uh, Z is what we were calling him. Professor Z. Um, we kind of said, well, it's the 2000s. Professor X from the X-Men is huge. Why not call What's it Professor Z? What's even cooler? Yeah. You've got X. You got you suggested Y. 
I was professor like, why? I think we can do, yeah, I was like, professor, why? <laughs> um, I said, uh, if we do that, then people are going to be asking, where's professor who, where, when, and what? That's right. And how? Um, professor how is interesting because that could conceivably be a real last name, right? You it could is, have a Chinese yeah. guy, a professor, professor how, but you can't, but what is there anyone with what? Yeah, where, probably. When, 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 when yeah. you could also have a, a also Chinese professor when is that Chinese? Like W E N not W H E N, oh. but you know, this sounds similar. Okay. But you, but who, where, what, when, and why? And how? But we decided on Z because we thought it would be best. Z is best. <laughs> Z is best. So Z is best. So Professor Z, he is got um some. We open on him and we say, "What's this guy doing?" He's got a He's Costco got, size crate full of Capri Suns. It's a pallet of Capri Suns. Yeah, or yeah, or a Costco size crate or a pallet. It's a crate. Yeah, he's open. You're right. No, it is a crate. He's using a pry bar and he's <laughs> opening up a wooden sort of Indiana Jones crate of Capri Suns, uh-huh. Costco sized. Uh huh. And then he gets out a um, hypodermic needle. Mm-hmm. Um, from and I and I did not mix mix speak there. I didn't misspeak there. Uh huh. It's a hypodermic needle. It's very uh-huh. big. I'm so, yeah. I agree. It's I an extra size needle. And he goes, um, he goes, uh, he goes, this hypodermic needle, he says to himself, he goes, he squirts some green liquid out of it. He goes, mm, this, this jumbo hypodermic needle will be particularly, this will, will be excellent. It's wide gauge will be excellent for squirting poison into these Capri Suns. And, uh-huh. he, um, and he does he it. Pierces the little straw hole in the Capri Sun and he squirts, a bunch um, of poison, poison into it. He doesn't squirt any Capri Sun out of it first, so it's just fucking spilling <laughs> everywhere. And he goes, eh, <laughs> they won't notice. <laughs> Extra liquid, yeah. He puts a little piece of tape <laughs> back over the um, little piece of duct tape over the straw yeah. hole. Yeah. Um, that'll do. That'll, that'll do, do pig. pig. So and he puts these out, and we're saying to ourselves, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, what the hell? And then we cut to a kid's soccer game yeah uh a, a, you know a rec league park district kind of soccer game with some young children maybe say like nine ten Just and they're running around playing soccer they're they're playing a game that i like to call the blob where you've basically got the soccer ball is going back and forth on the field and the, the children are chasing the soccer ball in something akin to a blob, just a mass yeah. of kids chasing this ball around, not playing any positions. Everybody wants the ball. They're all going for it. Uh, yeah. And the police chief is there. He's watching his kid play. Yep. He has a young child. And he's sitting there in his folding chair that has um, like a, a, a American flag on the back and one of the stripes on it is blue. Um and he's mm-hmm. sitting there in that chair. It was the first time that anybody did the um, the thin blue line flag. Yeah. And you we know. sold a million of those chairs. Sold a million of those chairs. And he is sitting there and he starts to overhear some conversation. And it's from the soccer moms. 
so there's a bunch of soccer moms at this game and they're all in their little windbreakers and their Lululemon leggings. And they're all talking about how soft the police chief is. They're saying, did you hear he went woke? He went woke. He's soft on crime. He's, uh, too nice to criminals. He won't lock them up. He won't punish them. He puts, you know, he rounds all these people up. He had all these people rounded up the other day, but they're going to be back out on the street in no time. He's going to give them fair trials. He is going to let them out on bail. And that's just not fair. And it makes me feel scared, even at the soccer game. They put these criminals in jail and it's basically like a social club where they can just learn to do crimes better. And he's serving vegan dinners at the prison and pronoun bathrooms. Miami is in decline. Miami is turning into a shithole. We used to be a Florida. We used to be a proper Florida. Um, so the, it was so cool that you wore a wig and played one of the soccer moms. I did. I did. I played all of them. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. It wasn't just one of them. It yeah, was all of them. I played all of them. Well, because we didn't have a lot, we didn't have a big um, uh, budget. budget. We didn't have a big extra budget for no. day players. No. For this so you episode, just kind of put on different wigs. Me and you had renegotiated our salaries when we made it Crime Stoppers <laughs> Miami Infinity. We said four million per ep, or we walk more million per ep. So the police chief, he's starting to get really upset and shameful about how woke he is. And he, <laughs> he sees his own kid. Um, he's been screaming at his kid to um, punch his lights out to the, about the other players and everything. Finally, his kids listens to him to try to make his dad proud. He and kicks the goalie in the face. Kicks the goalie in the face. And um, his kid gets a yellow card. And the police chief goes, huh, that's a light bulb moment. Yeah. I have an idea. Um, the game ends and the kids are all going around for snacks after the game. They do their line where they stand in a line. They shake each other's hands. And we made sure um, every kid did not get a trophy. Exactly. Exactly. They're about to hand out trophies to all the kids and the police chief who's worried about looking woke. He goes over to the losing team, to his own kid's team, and he starts smacking the participation trophies out of their hands. Right. You, know? He's, you don't deserve he, this. Exactly. Um, smack them out of their hands. The kids go over for their snacks. Mm-hmm. Right? And what do we see on the snack table? We see some Capri Suns. Some very familiar looking Capri Suns. With Telltale duct tape over. Green liquid oozing yeah. out of them. <laughs> yeah. The packs are starting to disintegrate. Yeah. And what do we see? And the kids are and there's about. There's stink lines. I'm <laughs> yep. off of them. The kids are about to um the kids are about to go for them. They kind of peel off the duct tape. You know, the coach is, you know, one of the kids asked the coach, he goes like, "A oh, coach, hey, coach, is this okay to drink?" Coach is like, "Whatever. I don't I don't give a fuck." Oh um, shit. And then what else do we see? We see the professor, professor, he's watching from the bushes, from the bushes. With, little, with little binoculars. And um, he sees the kids, you know, we see through his binoculars, we see a kid going for the Capri Sun about to sip it. And the professor, he pulls out his phone, he calls his very big phone, it's a big 90s cell phone, calls um, 911. And uh, 911, what's your, what's, can I take your order? Um, <laughs> and he goes, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, hiding in the bushes. <laughs> I was hiding in the bushes watching this this soccer game, game. watching this kid's soccer game. And I see some freak 
has just poisoned these kids and they're all uh, they're all dying. They're all dying of poisoning. You there's this fr- there's this freak who poisoned them and you got to go, you got to find him. You got to so stop evil. him and kill him. You got to stop him. You got to put him down. And just as this is happening, something else happens. The kids are reaching for the Capri Suns. The police chief is saying, yeah, they're safe to drink. I don't fucking care. The professor's calling 911. And then... That's right. The Pepsi truck shows up. The Pepsi truck shows up with the representative in the big blue Pepsi shirt. And they have a bunch of Pepsi for the kids. Yeah, he hops out. What's the scoop, kids? Who wants to drink an ice cold Pepsi? It's good for you, especially after a soccer game. He's tossing Pepsis left and right. The kids are cracking them. Nobody wants to drink the Capri Suns. Cal and Abby show up, wee-wee, in their police unit. Um, They're like, what's the emergency? We heard there was some freak here poisoning these kids, but they all seem um, happy and healthy and... uh, like they've got their proper nutrition. They're drinking their Pepsi. Um, the professor pops out of the bushes and he explains. He goes, he goes, I would have poisoned him. I would have poisoned him. And it's the thought that counts. You got to kill me. You got to put me down. You got to execute me right on the spot. I was about to commit a mass murder. And Abby and Cal say, no, you didn't do it actually. So you're not actually bad. And we are going to let you off the hook here. Okay. So enjoy the rest of your life. Bye. Well, PCBC, he (laughs) has a little something to say to Cal and Abby, though. He says, Um, you need to go on a mission. He comes up, he's holding the yellow card. Yeah, he He says, I had an idea, and I need your guys' help. We're going to round up some kids. Yeah, he explains it. We we had a conversation about whether we could... whether we could end on I have a mission for you and then we cut to showing Cal and Ivy doing the mission or whether we should have the police chief explain it and um, the network said we could just have we could just show it and we said you don't understand we need to understand our viewers yeah they're not smart they yeah they need somebody to understand to help them understand so we'll do a little bit of both we'll do a little bit of showing after we do a little bit of telling professor he's like to come with them yeah, yeah, yeah. PCBC says, I got a mission for you. The presser, he's like, can I come? You know, they're like, they're like, sure. You you can help us. You know, here's what you got to do. And then we cut and we see that what they've got to do is um, we kind of yada yada what they had to do. And we actually <laughs> cut to, um, we I'm cut to a, a prison. We cut, we cut back to a prison there and they're showing up with a paddy wagon. Cal and Abby and the professor, you know, and the police chief thanks them and all these, you know, he goes, Hey, thank you guys for, uh, thank you guys for going and rounding up all these, um, all these little uh, future criminals. You know, why don't you go ahead and, uh, put them in this prison that I've built especially for them. And he unveils, um, he cuts a red ribbon and unveils the facade of this new prison called little Guantanamo. And he thanks <laughs> and the, the professor. Really like, cute. It's written like it's like written in crayon, and yeah, some of the wor- letters are backwards. But it's re- yeah. so it's really cute. Very cute. The backwards N. You know, it looks like it's a uh, Winnie the. Po- it looks like Pooh Corner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We told our production designer. We said, make it look like Pooh Corner. And he was you like, know? no problem. Yeah. That's his, actually the, one of the easiest things you've ever asked me to do. His first pass, he gave us a set that was a. Um, it was just a corner of a room filled with doo-doo. <laughs> it's filled with doo-doo. Um, so, you know, police chief, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hey, where was that guy Where was that guy who was helping you to arrest all these 
uh, kids, these toddlers the and kids. Where, yeah, where's that professor guy? Professor Z. And Cal and Abby are like, uh, I don't know, he's in the wind. He helped us, but now he's in the wind. Sorry. Um, well, the police <laughs> chief, you know, Cal and Abby, they go, what are you going to do with these kids, by the way? Yeah, now that we've gotten all of them, can you tell us what your plan is? Police chief goes, well, don't you worry about that. They're going to be safe with me. And he goes in, he's got a whole <laughs> pen full of kids, basically every kid in Miami. And he gives them chocolate and nougat and treacle and Turkish delight, blankets and cozy things and nice a treats mug to of eat. hot chocolate with marshmallows. Yeah, he gives them raindrops on roses. And whiskers on kittens. And he gives them brown paper packages tied up with string. He says, go ahead and open it. He also it. gives them bright copper kettles. Yes. Wishes on fishes. Mittens. And he, he says, um, you know, you, you kids, you'll be safe here. There were bad people out there. You know, they're like, why are we here, mister? Why did you arrest us and put us in little Guantanamo? <laughs> he says, um, there are bad people out there who wanted to hurt you. And you're all going to be safe here with me. Go ahead, open your brown paper packages tied up with string and eat the um, eat the uh, nectar and ambrosia that's inside there. And you're going to feel really good. And sure enough, they do. And they all start getting really sleepy and rubbing yeah. their eyes. And it's really cute. And they all start falling asleep under the blankets. They go on a little nighttime trip with Nemo to fly through the stars. That's and, right. Um. The police chief, uh, count, the police chief gets out his big murder, his big um, killing knife, and um, he's got a big killing knife, and he gets it out, and he starts kind of talking to himself. He goes, you know, um, he he says, uh, the only way to stop a criminal is t- to stop him before they can even think of a crime. Cal, Cal and Abby come in, they're like, "What are you doing, sir?" And he goes, "I'll tell you what I'm doing." He goes, I'll tell you what I'm doing, uh, Private Richardson. Your governor, your governor has made a mockery of PCBC. He's accused PCBC of going woke, and he's right. He's accused PCBC of going soft, and he's right. He He said that I can't... Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get my cojones back right now. I'm going to slit every one of these children's throats like they're little teacup pigs. And I'm going to bleed them out all over little. All, I'm going to bleed them out. And little Guantanamo is going to run red with blood. And Cal and Abby <laughs> Tonight. are like, you're fucking insane. That's insane. That's not a good idea. Yeah. And they Abby's like, um, let's get out of here. <laughs> she says to Cal, she's like, let's get out of here. I don't want to see this. This guy's if going this is crazy. what he's going to do, I don't want to see it. Yeah. But Cal he, she has goes, an plausible idea. deniability. But Ever Cal heard has of a it? good idea. He says, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And Abby says, yeah, you want to get out of here? And he goes, no, no, no. This is our chance. Let's kill police chief Brian Cox and send the devil a soul. And Abby says, wait, 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 doesn't he have to actually do it first? Otherwise, he's innocent. And that goes against our code. And Cal says, you're totally right. Um, So I guess we have to pick a kid that he gets to kill. And they start looking around and they do eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by his toe. If he hollers, let him go. My mother says you are the... They forgot the rest. They're like, Cal's like, I'm getting really tired. 
Yeah. He goes, let's just find a kid who looks like a little freak. Yeah, let's find the ugliest one and we can just give him over. So they find a really weird looking kid. Really tall, big, bigger than most of the other kids. Wearing glasses, wearing mm-hmm. a fake mustache. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kel goes, this kid looks like a little freak. He goes, you're you, he goes, you're a right looking, you're, he goes, you're a right freak, aren't you? Um, and Keith goes, yeah, and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goes, yeah, I am. Yeah, and Cal goes to and Police Chief Brian Cox. They come over. Police Chief Brian Cox. He's got his killing knife out, and he has it across um, a very pretty little girl's throat. And Cal goes up to him and he goes, "Hey, Police Chief Brian Cox, wouldn't you like to wet your whistle on a right little looking freak instead of this pretty little girl?" And Police Chief Brian Cox, he goes, "Well, I'm going to end up killing all of them anyway, so I suppose it doesn't make no difference to me which one I start with." So he starts to do it. Yep. He puts the knife to the f- little freak's throat. And he says, uh, wait, uh, wait, uh, wait, I'm the professor. I'm Professor Z. I'm dressed up like a kid. I don't want to die. Don't do it. He pulls off his I disguise. Was- yeah. He starts shut. He takes off his mustache and his hat and all the other stuff and his glasses. He says, wait, I want to die. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't kill me. I thought I wanted to meet the devil, but now I just realized I don't. Cal and Abby are like, do it. Do, do it. it. Kill him, kill him, do it, do it. PCBC doesn't want to because it's an adult, not a kid, and he's trying to prove that he's not woke. And (laughs) to kill an adult, you know, is not a big deal. Um, It's a very woke thing to do, to kill (laughs) an adult instead of a kid. Um, But but finally, they what they say is they say um and 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 um the professor he starts accusing PCBC of uh, being (laughs) being woke. You know, he goes uh, he goes oh and another thing he goes and another thing. (laughs) You gone, you gone so woke these days. He goes, I've been trying, I've been writing you letters, I've been writing you guys letters, and you've been going so woke. And finally, I get to say my piece to you, and that sends PCBC over the edge. And, and he, he does it. He kills a professor. Yep, he slices him from nose to tail. And just um, as that happens, Cal and Abby both whip out their guns, pop, put them, pop, 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 pop. pop. They'd kill police chief Brian Cox, their former mentor, their boss. They end his life and his soul goes down. The ground opens up and sucks his him in. Soul gets sucked into a hell mouth. It closes just back as that's up. Happening, Cal, Cal and, and Abby, Abby look at each other and Abby notices Cal's horns are receding and Abby shows her butt to Cal and he says hey your tail's going away they They did it they gave the devil what he wanted they did they open the gate and they say all you kids need to get out of here stat we're not taking any of you home you figure it out but you get you get out of here wow what an episode you know and um next week on next week on crime stoppers miami infinity what's gonna happen big question is is there gonna be a new chief in town you know the police chief his soul has just gone down to spend eternity with the devil um cal and abby you know one one soul down a thousand years of doing the devil's bidding to go um you know can they keep you know can they keep it up can they keep keep taking souls uh, for the devil, um, are they going to be dealing with this same? You know, are they going to have to take a soul now uh, every week in order, in order to, to not be found out? Yeah, keep the world from finding out that they're essentially demons now who've been deputized <laughs> as missionaries for the devil on yeah. earth um, to do his bidding for a millennium. 
we will, and all while juggling, you know, friends, family, and career. Love, yeah. love, love and life in Money. Florida in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, and Florida really is a character in the show as well. Yes, and even so though we what shot will Florida, in Florida be getting Florida, up to yeah. next week as well? Yeah is mm-hmm. a question on yeah, everyone's mind. For sure. If you liked Crime Watchers this week or any other week, and you I should subscribe you to it. You should subscribe and save 15%. Um, we <laughs> on have it podcasts. on everywhere that you can get a podcast, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, um, Apple, If you Spotify. liked it, you should tell a friend about it or a family member, tell an enemy. Tell your you should grandmother. rate it on Apple Podcasts. You should review it. I don't know if you can rate a podcast on Spotify. If you can, you should. Do it. If you're going to rate it highly. Give it a good rating over there on Spotify. Anything else? Am I leaving anything else, Piper? No, we love you guys out? so much. Hope you guys are happy with how um, we are doing. The show is now Crime Stoppers That's awesome. Miami Infinity. This has been Crime Watchers. <laughs> it's an unauthorized, uncensored recap podcast for the biggest television show of the 2000s. Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity, Infinity, Infinity. I'm Ken Montagna. And I'm Piper Beckett. Thank you. Was living in Devil Town. I didn't know it was Devil Town. Oh, Lord, it really brings me down about the devil town. All my friends were vampires. I didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.